like what my dad always says is just like you're not selling your art you're selling yourself you're selling a charismatic friendly guy I got into analog video gear and art uh, because of this this artist, uh, this video maker Ezra Cohen. He's a he's a video asset maker, and um, I downloaded. Well, I'll kind of start, I guess, initially where I was working for a, a VR startup in Montreal. That was my initial like old passion was uh, VR game design, and. I was working on a game that I designed and sold to them called Versus, and it was VR laser tag. And so I ended up doing a kind of whole video series that was uh, like 80s kind of inspired. And I was, I was working with a lot of drag and drop, like make your video look 80s kind of like After Effects stuff. And I was like looking up a lot of videos like that. And it just always rubbed me the wrong way. It always just looked fake. And then I downloaded Ezra Cohen's pack with a CRT pack where he worked with this guy, Fred Pele from Montreal on it and it looked good i was like oh this actually looks real why does this look better than all the other retro stuff and i found out because they're literally recording it off of a crt tv one of those old tube tvs so i was like oh i can do that and i and i picked up a 40 dollars uh crt on facebook marketplace recorded one title sequence for an ad I did with my brother for a, for an action figure, Drum Boy. Drum Boy! The satisfaction of having plain text, dragging it onto the monitor, recording it, putting it back on the computer, and having it just look 10 times better with literally doing nothing. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is sick. <laughs> and now I can kind of like really start playing with stuff. And since then, I've really learned how to how to hone in my work for this purpose and do some tweaks that make it really pop on the screen and such. And so that's kind of the whole like trajectory of how I got into this. And um, it really helped form my style rather than just being like, I was doing freelance video editing and, and video work before. And it's just like, it's like you're, you're, you're up against these big dogs that have like crazy expensive cameras and tons of experience in the industry. And it's just like, oh, here's my dinky little like homemade video. Like it just like, kind of never looks right and so instead of punching up at those guys i decided to kind of just punch down and work on retro stuff instead of aiming for high quality i'll just aim for for old quality and suddenly it's looking really characteristic and funny and stuff and yeah so behind my couch here is my kind of graveyard of old gear i've got an old betamax player some old tape decks like the ones i have over here and uh my first crt down there the pulsar which is just a really basic consumer consumer TV. I would sit in my bedroom and watch old commercial compilations. A big part of how I got started in this stuff as well was just making promos for my brother. He's a music producer, goes by The Count. We would just make green screen videos for his drum packs and stuff, just like him in front of the green screen pretending to be like an old car salesman or something. We are sample topping the prices in half. And I just like loved the green screen stuff. And when I discovered you could, you could record your green screen footage onto a VHS tape and then write off about as easily as anything else. It leveled everything up to this point where it's like, oh, this really looks like an authentic old ad. And that's another, just another avenue, another kind of method. Rather than recording on the old CRTs, you're recording onto tape. That's kind of like the crux of my work. Hence my kind of naming conventions here. I've got my CRT pattern. I've got my VHS 
style. I've got what's called a feedback loop where you kind of generate these organic fluid motions by feeding the signals back into them. And those are kind of the, the four characteristics that I pitch to my client. I was posting my art to Instagram for a long time and felt like, oh, I'll just like, if I can make one extra client on TikTok by showing off my studio or something, like that's worth it. But I didn't really want to do that in front of all my friends and be like, hey, like check out this one little glue piece of gear. Like it just felt like kind of cringy. And so I was just like, okay, I'm just going to put that on TikTok that like none of my friends really use. And I'm just going to like, I'll just do a few videos on there. And I kind of made like five or six videos. And then my sister hit me up and she was like, Jack, your video went viral. And like, like everybody's arguing in the comments about retro effects and ever since then that video blew up i was like okay so apparently i need to do one of these a day since then a whole bunch of other ones have, have blown up my strategy for building clientele and getting clients was based around my brother's success he was selling beat packs to producers um the count packs and so he had all of these kind of amateur producers buying up his stuff and I knew that there was this huge client base there of musicians who needed visuals. And I always wanted to work in music, but was a terrible musician. And so I <laughs> figured, okay, I can, make, I can make visuals for these guys. Everybody needs a cover art or a little animation or a logo or something like that. Can I help you, my son? We got Eli here. No flash photographer. <laughs> <laughs> this is my homie Eli. He's another graphic designer. I try to have like a lot of any friends that like work on this kind of stuff in the studio. Uh, even if we're not working on something together, I really tried to build this space as like somewhere that you could come and sit on your laptop and work on your own stuff while kind of accountability buddies. Um, and so we've been doing that for the past few years, we just met online um, as we did. It's a nice little world of designers and kind of everybody's super friendly. And that's something that's that's kind of come from Eli and other and other people, like just kind of me getting to the point where my stuff was going viral enough that people were seeing it. And then I got some admiration from a lot of my favorite designers. Uh, fucking Elliot is a cool guy. Is like another, uh, th this guy, I, I bought this poster years ago, loving his stuff. And then now he follows me and we chat. Eli's playing Fortnite with him and stuff. Like it's just like, <laughs> it's, 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 uh, it's goofy fun times and everybody's just like doing their own thing. And it's like super friendly. So that's a, it's a really awesome world to be like, kind of have built myself into. I start out in Adobe After Effects, where I kind of work on animations. This is one that I'm, I'm working on right now. Some basic text, some trim paths to get this kind of like white dot kind of going around it like it's this shiny glowing. And it's all very simple stuff like just like, okay, when this reveals, it's just like a flash of white and it goes into color. That on its own looks pretty boring. But then you kind of take one step further and you apply stuff like glow like without the effects there, it's pretty boring, but you throw that glow on there and now it's looking like something pretty interesting. That on its own, you know, lots of people do this kind of stuff, just like effects in After Effects, but the real trick happens when I do the thing that everybody likes, which is dragging it right over to this CRT screen. Right off the bat, that's looking retro. You can see the texture, you can see a lot of this good looking stuff. This is my favorite part of my work that really, I think keeps me sane, is the physicality of it. Now I'm getting out of my chair, off the computer and walking over to this knob. Okay, I want some more color. I actually crank this knob on here to get more color out of it. Or if I want a little flicker, I can flicker this this V-hold knob. And I, in After Effects, I would kind of have to drag everything in. But in here, I'm just 
reaching over and twisting a knob, it, it feels really good. My company name, Digital Joy, is, I kind of went with the term digital joy instead of analog joy, which is kind of contradictory given all my shit is analog, but the, the goal is to bring the joy of analog into the digital world. And now you've kind of got this thing on your phone that you're looking at that looks like it's analog and that's because it is because it's come out of the screen and I've re-recorded it using modern cameras to really kind of make sure it's sharp and on par with modern stuff but it has that warmth and it has the little bit of red light that bleeds out of the color and it has the the pixelation and and the flicker and everything it all comes together in this way that uh, ends up looking really authentic and that all kind of centers around my my video mixer here and this is essentially just was a device that they would put in a school to teach kids how to do like video broadcasting like oh i'm gonna go like do news broadcasting or something but what i've got plugged into here is a whole bunch of janky little uh, filters and effects so the first one's just my computer signal and the second one is actually the computer signal running through this piece of gear the rusty joe it's a, a guy named mezcalin in germany just tweaks old this is an old european video mixer that has now all these knobs that do some really crazy things that we were never supposed to with video gear <laughs> like he's he's pushing levels to to spots where they shouldn't be and it creates these glitches now this title that looked really regular before is now looking like super different and and then you take it one step further and now i can play with these knobs and then i can play with the camera settings and you've got all these avenues to just get something different out of that initial animation that just doesn't happen on the computer and as people always say oh you can just you can do this filter on there i can't play like this on the after effects and that's the true value of this work is is honestly just keeping me happy and entertained so these are the tape decks, and these are old, again, old editing suites that, this is how you would edit like a video. I actually got this off of a guy who used to make wedding videos in the 80s for people. And um, one of these units was like four or $5,000, and I got the whole lot for two, 300 bucks, so that's pretty sweet. But um, this is VHS, you've got Betamax, you got Umatic, which is an old, um, tape format that 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 uh, predated VHS and anything else, and so this huge tape that kind of looks like a big chunky VHS holds a total of 20 minutes. I can run my video signal from my computer through these. They all go through each of these units, which I've got a little switchboard that switches between them. And so, if you want the characteristics of any of these tapes, you can kind of use it. Really, just like love having this piece of history in my studio more than I actually use it. Plus, it just makes my desk look like a spaceship. So that's uh, also cool. <laughs> so the that's just like another avenue. We've got like kind of this glitch stuff. We've got the feedback loop stuff. We've got the CRTs, and it's all just more tools for me to play with, and. Um, yeah, like more than more than getting a a good finished product, just have fun with my work. So this is one of the first music videos I had with a bit of a budget and we got to have a DOP and like a whole crew and a producer and all this stuff and we just like it, it's all coming together really nice. Um it's really goofy, it's really me, it's really Arthur and so we've kind of like really put this together. It's, but then also a lot of old computer graphic stuff like this that's like really reminiscent of an old computer interface and it's intercut with shots of 
what's happening in the video and everything's kind of correlated. And I did all that on that screen over there, one of my favorites, um, which is just an old terminal monitor, has a great texture to it. And so that was like a really fun project to, uh, to, to discover what my work looks like on its own when it's not with a client, when there's nobody telling me what to do, what do I make? And it's, it's goofy, old, retro, <laughs> analog shit.